what actually causes trypanophobia. A fear of needles is a specific phobia. According to the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual, the fifth edition, we call it the DSM-5 of the American Psychiatric Association. So a specific phobia usually starts as a reasonable, healthy alert that something dangerous may be going on. However, this initially normal defense mechanism, which is intended to protect the individual from harm, can intensify and eventually cross over to a debilitating psychiatric disorder. Trypanophobia can be a problem for a range of medical procedures, including vaccinations, having blood drawn, needing IV fluids and getting anesthesia. There's not a lot of literature where this specific phobia comes from, but there are a few theories that it may be related to a survival instinct that keeps you from wanting to have your body punctured by anything. The fear of the pain and the fear of the unknown that can also play a role. It's something unknown to you put into your body and you are essentially not in control. Uh, there's also data that to suggest that this fear is more common in children who often outgrow it, though some don't. In addition to some genetic factors associated with needle phobia, there's also a strong learned component to it as well. A study by us attempted to quantify the ways in which blood and injection phobic patients had acquired their phobia. And it was found that the majority of patients, 52%, associated the onset of their phobia to a conditioning experience. Uh, 24% due to a vicarious experience for instance, seeing a sibling cry upon administration of an injection or having an uh, IV inserted, uh, 7% as a result of being given instructional information, and 17% could not really remember the specific onset of circumstances. On that note, some people refuse to take COVID vaccines because of this phobia. Are there any other alternative ways to take the vaccine? And if not, can you guarantee that the medical staff know how to deal with you know, people facing the phobia. Unfortunately, there's no alternative to the injection. And uh, we as healthcare workers, including doctors, nursing staff, allied workers, we know the importance of receiving the vaccine to obtain herd immunity, as a natural herd immunity might cost more lives. Um, so we go out of our way to assist the patients to deal with the fear and make time to put the patients at ease. We anticipate possible symptoms and we try to mitigate any complications. Some of the things we can do to assist the patients with the, the phobia is, first one, let the patient lie flat or tilt the chair a little bit so that the legs are above his or her head when they're receiving the injection. Um, so first of all, they won't see the needle really going in, but also bringing more blood to the brain if the patient's blood pressure begins to drop and may help a little bit with fainting or, or syncope. Um, also using a topical product to numb the injection site may benefit the patients, particularly those who um, are extremely sensitive to pain. Um, there are some gels, some creams available that uh, under a variety of brand names that, that we can use for this. Uh, the third thing we can do is to actually use the body's own nervous system to divert attention from the injection. For example, ice packs, and the patient focuses on the cold rather than the pain. And then the last thing we can do is angiolytics that can be prescribed by the, the GP beforehand and taken before the procedure, uh, just to assist a little bit with the, the anxiety and the fear. Aside from, you know, the, the fear or general state of needles, what are 
the symptoms of the phobia? Symptoms can vary, but uh, one meta-analysis of available scientific data published in the journal SAGE Open Nursing listed that the following can be signs or symptoms. Uh, first of all, the sudden increase in heart rate uh, and blood pressure at the site of a needle uh, or an immediate slowing of the heart and decrease in blood pressure, which causes fainting or syncope, extreme unexplained anxiety and panic attacks, preoccupation with the procedure that involves the needle, um, and like I said, severe panic attacks causing uh, uh, paresthesia or pins and needles in the hands and the feet, um, patients hyperventilating. When should one seek help and are there any treatments for the phobia? The fear of needles actually impacts the physical and social well-being of those who suffer from it. So patients with needle phobias tend to avoid health care, uh, healthcare practitioners and the healthcare system in, in, as a total for as long as possible. Fear of blood testing or immunizations or even uh, vaccinations, anything that can interfere with school employment or, or travel opportunities. And as soon as the, the fear impacts your activities of daily living, for instance, your health, your work, your home, uh, just your general well-being, um, and causes anxiety due to the fear of contracting a disease, but unable to undergo a simple procedure to diagnose or even treat a condition. And this may lead to serious complications, hospitalization, or even death uh, due to patients actually avoiding uh, proper health care or proper care. There's no specific treatment, you know, like taking a tablet and you're going to feel better like we do with Panada for a headache, for instance. So um, there are a few things that that we can do or we can assist the patient with. Uh, one of the things is, you know, if you want to have the vaccine, uh, you have this phobia for needles, first of all, book, book your appointment. More doing and less thinking is an important way to act, actually overcome your fear. Worrying or even obsessing over your upcoming jab isn't going to do your, uh, you or your mental health any favors. So focus on the purpose of why you are do, doing this. You are doing this to save your health, to save your life and to restore normalcy. Um, and, and focus less on your fear of needles. If you tend to faint when you see a needle or are worried about fainting, um, there's a, a technique called applied tension. So what you can do is you tense the muscles in your arms, your torso or your and your legs, and you hold that tension until you actually feel warm. Then you release the tension, wait for 20 to 30 seconds for your body to return to normal. And the idea is that you can use this technique if you start to feel faint when you see a needle. Just remind yourself, it takes about one second to actually receive the vaccine. You may have to wait a while. So it's important to distract yourself, especially if you're in the waiting room before the jab. Distraction is absolutely fantastic. If the vaccination site allows it, recommend, we recommend bring a friend. Now, let your friend sit there with you, uh, chat to you, keep your mind off this whole vaccination needle, fear of needle thing. Uh, if you are unable to bring a friend, pull out your earphones, watch a video on your phone, listen to some music, whatever you can do to just block out the current scene. Also, let the nurse know that you have a fear of needles. Odds are they've seen this before and may have personal tricks that can help you. And it also helps for them to have a tip-off so that they know there's a risk of fainting during the experience. 
Um, other thing you can do is maybe squeeze a, a stress ball if you have one. But remember to keep listening to music. Music just blurs out all the sounds, all the noises, the whole environment. And just focus on why you are there and what you want to achieve. And during the actual event, don't look at the needle. Give it as little, little space as possible. Other things that we recommend that, that can be done for this phobia is actually desensitization therapy, but that is done by a, special, a specialized clinician um, that will help with this kind of patient management. Other approaches are available as well, like professional guidance and support with, for patients with needle phobia um, to help the patient face their fear gradually teaching relaxation techniques, teaching how to challenge negative thoughts that come along with fear and other coping mechanisms. Other thing that can be done by a specialized uh, clinician or a, a psychiatrist, hypnotherapy might be beneficial in certain patients and has been evaluated by several studies before. So in essence, getting your vaccine is our most important international health measure to have some normalcy back, traveling and actually seeing smiles instead of just masks, you know, visiting family and friends without the fear of either contracting the debilitating disease or um, giving it to a, a loved one, being the cause of a loved one ending up in, in ICU on a ventilator fighting for their lives. Um, we are seeing an increase in suicides due to depression, anxiety, stress, being confined to your house out of fear of socialize, socializing. We as human beings, we actually need to socialize. And if we have this fear of, of doing what we see normal, it definitely has an impact on our mental health as well. So in essence, the vaccine does not protect you from contracting COVID completely, it just lowers the need for hospitalization or even ventilation in ICU. It decreases the influx of patients uh, to emergency departments or even the emergency departments being overfilled, um, hospitals being full and, you know, looking for beds at hospitals, being transferred to a hospital in a different uh, province or being turned away due to no available beds in the ED. So as frontline workers, we urge everyone to get their jab. Protect yourself as much as you can while you protect your loved ones and elderly patients as well. And protect those with severe comorbid diseases. They cannot afford to actually contract COVID because they may not survive it. Um, if they need to be on a ventilator, ventilated with these severe comorbid diseases, um, the, the mortality rate is quite high. So this is our chance at returning to a normal society.